This is Hers and Hers and His, a Threes Company podcast. I'm Tucker. I'm Matteo. And I'm Jinx. switch away from the couch it's laundry all over it and it's cat co- hair yeah it's covered in laundry and cat hair right now. <laughs> <laughs> who's cat it's hair horrifying over Who? there i said oh the biggie it's biggie ah big yeah, boy the cat doesn't get on the couch really yeah big boy just lays around there leaving big tufts of white hair everywhere yeah, I brought some home to Los Angeles, and my husband started sneezing. And he, did you? Yeah, and he was like, "When did we get a cat?" I'm like, "We didn't." <laughs> I brought it with me. Oh man, that's true. There's a little bit of big boy here in LA. Oh, that's sweet. I'm gonna tell Francie that she'll like that. Literally, he's a glamour puss. She'll be like, I want to go to LA. That's what she'll say. Yeah, that's what she'll say. Uh, we have to do it. We keep. Why does Biggie get to go to Disney? Exactly. We got to take him to Disneyland. My favorite place oh on earth. God. And as I say that, today we lost one of Disneyland's preeminent um, Imagineers. He created uh, such rides as the Tiki Room and the Haunted Mansion. Um, oh my gosh. Oh, really? Oh my gosh. I'm going to kill myself. I don't remember his name. And everybody at home, I'm sure, is yelling his name out at me through the podcast, which they love to do. You think so? You think, think so? Everyone you think everyone name? knows this Imagineer's name? I think on. so. Hold on. I'd be impressed if they did. I bet no one knows it but you. Hold on a second. I'll find it. I'll find I mean, there's it. some Disney. There it is. Enthusiasts. Yes. Disney Imagineer, Bob... Gur. No, no, no. No, no, sorry. The, the the gentleman who died is Raleigh L R O L L Y. Ugh, I can't find his last Raleigh? name. Raleigh? Raleigh Crump. There it is. Legendary Imagineer. Raleigh Crump. Raleigh Crump. Uh he also helped invent oh, oh, It's a small world for the World's Fair. Um so we lost uh, him today. Oh, and what a great name. Wow. Disneyland is such an institution here in Southern California. And so, like, this is a big deal. This was a big deal in town today that uh, one of the original Imagineers passed away. Yeah, we're very sad to lose him. Oh, wow. Mm. I, have an, I have a friend who's an Imagineer. Wow, really? Yeah. And you have a friend who was related to Mr. Furley. This is bonkers. Yeah. I live in L.A. I've got weird... Weird, right, I know. I've got weird things because everybody comes from out there to go to LA. See, so nice. I hear you. That's how that happens. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway, that's not what we're that's here to talk. Not about. what we're here to talk mm-hmm. about. <laughs> My start. phone farted. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what was that? <laughs> it was like, we have never. We. This is we have we have unlocked we're, a new achievement. Farted on air. Perfect. We're yeah, on the table. Today. We're on the table yeah. today. Not on the sofa. Not on the sofa. Because we're married. See, we were married. 
And <laughs> we usually put that laptop on the ottoman and it stays pretty quiet. So hopefully you won't hear a lot of table action oh. on the podcast. But if you do, I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry about that. Oh. But that was her phone farting on the table. Because yeah, so she was dragging it across the table. I was going to say, it's got like a little rubbery cover and that was a drag. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sorry about that. Excuse it. <laughs> We're not here to talk about your farting phone. No, what are yeah, we here to talk about? We're here to talk about season four, episode six Woo. of Three's Company. The Lifesaver. The Lifesaver. Oh, boy. Mm. Which we all know is one of those things that you throw from a boat or a drowning person. a candy that's named because it has a hole in it and you can't choke on it. Like that thing that you throw over the boat in case someone's drowning. I had no idea. Mm -hmm. Everybody everybody knows that. Mm -hmm. Everybody's always known that. Everybody knows that. Except for Tucker. <laughs> anyway, I probably did, did know that at some point and then just forgot it. Maybe because you know, of old. What did um, Madame Matilda say oh, no. about this last Oh, week? no. Let me tell you. <laughs> Listen to this. This is a pretty good episode, I think. Okay. This is a, it's at least the seed of a good episode. <laughs> Lana chokes on her lunch, <laughs> and nobody. Nobody in the apartment knows what to do. <gasps> Wait, we did. A, now, I Manny did o- call a choking a choking hazard. I called it. Woo! Yeah, yeah. And uh, so this is this is where it gets great. Like you know, you never resolved. I don't believe whether or not Lana makes it. I don't know how she gets out of this predicament. Mm-mm. But uh, because of this, because everybody, no one knows what to do. Furley says they all have to take a class at the rec center. Right. That's a good episode. I'd love to see them all go and have CPR class. So it would have been great. Yeah. But that's not what happens. No. No. But altogether, I have to say, I I kind of enjoyed this episode. I can't uh, rip roar into it because I had a good time with this one. Mm. Yeah, I thought it was pretty fun. I was a little <clears throat> skeeved and creeped by our paddockins, but we'll get to mm. it. All right, all right. Let's just start off. Can I just say, I I, I counter your skeeviness, but this guy is a, he is a legend in the business, and we will get there, mm-hmm. but uh, spoiler alert, I'm yeah. excited about this yeah. week's paddockins. <laughs> yeah, uh. for sure. All right, let's get into it. All the right. Lifesaver. All Here right. we go. Did you say when it aired? Um, It aired... October twenty third, nineteen seventy nine. Wow, 23. it's almost Halloween. I'm born on the twenty right. first, so that's only I was like four years old. Oh, oh, wow. you maybe watched it. Yeah, probably saw this. <laughs> How dare you? I, I was first aired. I'm thirty one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we start in the apartment. Chrissy's lying down on the on the couch reading the newspaper. Yeah, or something. And uh, Jack comes in from his room, and because he's cold. Yeah, he's wearing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's cold, wearing that shorty freezing. robe with no shirt. Uh huh. Uh huh. He's freezing there in sunny Southern California. Yeah, <laughs> so cold. Live. And uh, Chrissy tells him that he should tap the thermostat three times with her shoe. Yeah, and he says. He, he's like, really? Okay. 
And uh, he does it, and he says, now what? She says, now the phone will ring, and it'll be Mr. Furley telling you to keep the noise down, and you can tell him to fix the thermostat, and then he'll hang up on you. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what happens. Oh, my ring, God. Ring. Yeah. You know what's so you know you know what's so ridiculous? You know what's so ridiculous is that they're all acting, and I know I get it, it's a show, but they're all acting like they're so surprised. I'm like, we what are we doing? <laughs> it's levels of crazy. I'm just like, okay, I don't know what to say to anyone. Yeah. Fine. So they go through all that business and then Janet enters and she has a painting from Joey. The delivery boy at the flower shop. Yeah. It's called A Crowd. A Crowd. That's what the name of the painting it's is. It's abstract. That painting yeah. was so ugly. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and it's <laughs> odd that it like matched the blue in his robe so perfectly. Or is it? Mm. Right. Yeah, right. So intentional. It looked great. Um. And there, so there, she wants to hang it up, and Jack's like, you know what? I got to get ready. I'm assisting the chef at La Petite Salon tonight, mm. the fanciest French restaurant in town. Okay, first of all, do you know how big the town is that we're talking about? Like, that's just such a we're talking about Santa Monica. She right? should have just said Santa Monica, like, like. Like LA, like there's right. Is she talking about LA? That's what I think she was meaning. And I was like, girl, LA's premier. All these elitist West Siders. Yeah. I'm like, we got stuff out on the East Side, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so Jack goes to take a shower, and uh, Janet goes to hammer a nail to hang the painting, and ends up hammering her finger, and so Jack comes out to help her. And then he's like, you know what? Let me show you how to do this. Mm -hmm. And he takes a piece of scotch tape, puts it on the wall, because he says it's going to keep it from damaging the wall. Which, what a handy trick. Like, I think masking tape would work better. Mm -hmm. yeah. But what a great tip for hammering a nail in a wall. Right? I'm I shocked so. that I've never heard this before. Me too. Yeah. <sighs> I hate when the show is smarter then, than me. Boo. I know. I know. <laughs> And then so Jack goes to hammer it, and he ends up knocking a big hunk of the wall out. Right. And uh, and so then he's like, you know, when the phone rings, you answer it, Janet, because mm -hmm. he knows Furley's on the on the rampage about the noise. Yeah. And um, and then uh, she goes, she goes, why do I have to get it? And then uh, Chrissy's like, I'll get it. And she just starts walking to the phone, and it hasn't rang yet. Mm -hmm. And then it's ding dong, and she answers the phone. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Furley starts knocking, and they're like, "It's Furley!" And they're they're trying to scrambling, and Jack's holding the painting up over over the, the hole in the wall, yeah. and he's got his towel on. Yeah, okay. He's about to get in the shower. He comes out in this towel. Like the reason for the towel. Is for the gag, right? For like, it might be falling off of him while he's holding yeah. the painting on the wall. I mean, chimney crickets. All of these little gags can they they require so much setup. Like, it's just so tortured. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Almost got to be written backwards. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so true. And uh, Furley comes in and he's like, "No more noise." And, um, he's really going on, going on about it, and then uh, they finally Janet, get him. He's out. talking to Janet mostly, yeah, because Jack's holding the painting, and then Jack tells Chrissy his towel is slipping. So Chrissy's holding. The towel. Now, why Chrissy didn't just hold the painting while Jack fixed his <laughs> towel? Right. Yeah. I assumed that he didn't trust her with it. Yeah, that that's be, all that I could, could get. Be. That's all I could get. And um, <clears throat> so he tells then him, he's like, he's like, this is it. I've had it. He's like, no more noise. And then he leaves. Yeah. And this is, and then Jack drops the painting creating another ruckus. Right. And then Furley bursts back in hilariously. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then... Uh, Eyes first. Oh, my yeah. God. And then so he's true. Like, if there's any more noise or any more damage, you are out. O-U-T, out! And then he storms out. Is, so, is this, wait, is this where... The kids are at risk... Of losing their house. Is uh, that where he runs into the door as on his way out? Oh, I, I don't know. I, I might have missed that if that happened because I, I was writing notes. I didn't see that. Well, maybe it's coming up still. But he did this little gag where like okay. the door is closed and he goes, I, I thought this is where he like turned around and like ran into the door and like holds <laughs> his nose. It's It might be because I don't remember seeing that at all. So I must have. Yeah, it was a really cute. Like he, uh, again, like from the jump, like Don Knotts is like, I don't know. This man makes mountains out of molehills in the most delicious way. Like he's just ready to come in and just slay it. And just, I love his little outfit. He was having such a great fashion moment this week. Like that is like a quintessential Ralph Furley. The whole thing. Yeah. He looks so cute. That's great. Um, I actually kind of. You know, I felt like the costumes were more interesting this week. Yes. They were more varied than usual. Yeah. Yeah. I I really liked Chrissy's little number here when she's on the couch and she's wearing that cute stripy sweater with the jeans Mm -hmm. and her little boots. Yeah, really mm-hmm. cute. Yeah. And she's got she's just got two like braided pigtails is all she's got. Yeah. She's, she looks a lot more normal, normal in the hair situation. Yeah, she doesn't look like a look like a piñata. Um I will say yeah. that that both the girls they seem to have like aged them in their fashion a little bit. Like these aren't mm-hmm. any longer like young 20 somethings. These are like they mm-hmm. look more like Girls who have means to go out and buy mm. some nice stuff, <clears throat> and uh, yeah, like they followed the fashion a little bit more than they did before. Yeah, yeah, it's not so slapdash, and uh, for lack of a better way of saying it, yeah, it just looks like they've gotten somewhere in their little careers, and it's 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 cute to mm-hmm. see. They look nice. Yeah. All right, and. Other uh, wardrobe we could talk about. So now we're in the girls' room, and it's that night. Oh, yes. Janet is doing some exercises. And Janet has on the cutest nighty ever. Yeah, see, this is another thing. The no little, more little red number. Yeah, that yeah, little, little burgundy with the lace. Yeah, that little white lace. And she's not this – is, this, is, this, is this is a woman's sleep attire. This isn't like yeah, some – this is not her typical yeah. – 
her typical athletic ensemble. Which is so interesting, right? Because like I thought that it was the whole run of the show that you see Janet in her her jersey. In her sleep jersey. Yeah. And it, yeah, it's really only like two or three episodes that that, that that iconic sleep jersey ever really shows up. It's weird. Yeah. I wonder if it ever comes back. I'm so curious. It, but yeah, she's wearing this silky red thing with her mm-hmm. pantyhose. With her pantyhose, sure. It reminds me of like Schitt's Creek where the iconic line that uh, the sister says, Ew, David. In all seven seasons of that show, she only says "ew, David" twice, <laughs> and it becomes like a national character. <laughs> it's fascinating. Crazy. Yeah. Nice. Okay. Um, so, so what are they talking she's about? She's exercising. Chrissy's, oh, Chrissy's reading, reading novel. She yeah. asks her, "What's it about?" She gives her this long description, with all these details, and then she's like, yeah. "But you're only on page four. She's like, I can't wait to see what happens next. And then... Um, it was just a stupid joke. It's just a stupid joke. Yeah. And then Jack bursts in the door. Yeah. Also in some new clothes. He's wearing like a cardigan and some... I don't know. He looks different than normal. Yeah. And By uh, the way, sorry. This exercise and thing and the book thing got cut out of Pluto. Oh, well, rightfully so. Oh, yeah. It's pretty... Good point. Whatever. It's, it's just very joke. well. It's just like one joke. Yeah. <clears throat> and then, uh, yeah, so Jack comes in and he's all jazzed because he's just saved some guy at the restaurant. He gave him the Heimlich maneuver, yeah, which he describes him, in detail. Which I, I would imagine you would because the Heimlich maneuver pretty was probably new pretty new at to the people. Time for public. Yeah, what was happening in this scene? doing this. With- was it a PSA? Is that what we were watching? Like. Yeah, uh-huh. that's what that I was, think right? A little Heimlich I think PSA. So. Yeah, I think so. fascinating. It was like a very like, well, like, here's how you do it. You know, I think that was kind of interesting. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, he's a hero. Yeah, he's a hero. He's he's saved a man. He saved a man, and they're like, well, if he's a man, then he's he's eating at Le Petit Salon. He's got to be rich. He must be he rich. Must be rich. Yeah. What and are you Jack's gonna like, get? Well, I gave him all my information, but I didn't do this for materials. Yeah, right. Yeah, and um, but he's a he's a hero. And then Janet's like, "Could you show me how to do the Heimlich maneuver?" Finally, but instead he shows her the tripper maneuver. Finally, the tripper. I was like, yeah, Janet's cute and sexy too. She deserves to be sexually harassed by her roommate Jack as much That's as Chrissy right. does. She does you. That's right. Finally. Yeah. Bravo. Bravo, show. <laughs> well done. But when he does the tripper move, uh, maneuver on her, which is like the Heimlich maneuver, except instead of all that stuff, he just starts like Kissing making out neck. with her neck. Yeah. She's like, wait a minute. And she knocks him into the dresser or the wall and the table. And knocks over. Know, more racket. Knocks over the lamp. The lamp. Yeah. yeah. And then did you did you just bangs on? Did the you clock somebody immediately? In the audience was like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love when that happens. Oh, <laughs> oh my god, my god. That's, that's awesome! Amazing. What are they gonna do now? <laughs> good. God, yeah, I wanted to be that person so bad. <laughs> yeah, that's TV history uh, right there. Yeah. Oh god. And then 
we're back in uh, – it's the next day. They're in the living room and Chrissy and Janet are looking at the painting and Chrissy's got her head cocked to the side. And Janet's like, "How? what do you think? And she's like, it's crooked. And she straightens up her head. She's like, oh, it's not crooked anymore. Mm-hmm. Better. Dumb. It, you know, and- that's the thing, right? These these couple of Chrissy jokes that we've had so far, like, you have to be smarter in how you're – you have to be smarter about the dumb jokes. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're so yeah. infantile. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, they're just they're just too basic. They're like just, even like like a smart fifth grader would be like, "That's a dumb joke." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh boy. And then Furley comes into the apartment with this fix-it man, Herbie. Herbie. Uh huh. The fix-it now Herbie man. the fix-it man gets a name, but does not get a credit. On IMDb, so I could not find any info. Oh. Uh, we have to have. Do you have any? There's info? been a couple of Patties, Patikins that don't get credited. Um, yeah, I don't know what we call we call them. Uh, Bert Patties. Did he have any lines? <laughs> it was Furley talking the whole time. He Furley was talking. He didn't the whole say time. anything. He does say something. The featured at extra. the end of his yeah. at the end of his time on screen, he says something like, "Well, I'll come back and check the thermostat." He says something, but he didn't get a credit on uh, on IMDb, so I don't I don't have any info on him. Everyone, this was a all right. This was a uh, uncredited Patty, a lost Patty, patty. Mm. a dropped Patty. Okay, uh, so poor Patty, a dropped Patty. So Furley and the dropped Patty come in, and he says he wants him to paint it. And he wants me to check the thermostat because he wants it. You know, it's probably fine, but he wants to make it before the new tenants move. New tenants, and they're like, "Wait a minute!" And he's like, "Yeah, I told you." And and they go to the bathroom to check that out, and then uh, they're like, "What are we gonna do?" Ring, ring, phone, phone, ring. Oh boy, a little contrived. It's the rich guy. Contrived a little bit, just tad. Conveniently, the rich guy that Jack had saved the previous evening at La Patisserie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he says, uh, is there anything I can do for you? And Jack's like, oh, I don't There's nothing I need, really, except a new place to live. And then he tells him that they can have a penthouse at Paradise Tower. Three bedrooms. Three bedrooms. Rent free for a year, and all he has to do is make him a gourmet with the view of the ocean. (laughs) I mean, it was so bonkers. I'm like, who Mm -hmm. offers anybody? I was so excited for a quick second, right? Like, I'd love to see that show. Um, yeah, like I imagined what it would be like to be watching this back then and think, oh my God, they're going to upgrade everything oh, for just a second, maybe. Yeah, you know? leave this, yeah. this janky beige apartment behind. <laughs> yeah. Although. But no, no, that's not. The, the, the curtains are looking better this season uh, and they add a little bit of color back there behind the bamboo shelving. Yeah. Yeah. And the plants and whatnot. This was my question too. When Janet brings home that painting, none of that furniture is theirs. Evidently, this apartment came furnished. 
Uh, so I'm like, why would they be? Yes, they've mentioned that. Yeah. So why would she be bringing home this painting other than to do the wall gag? And we're, I, we are never going to see that painting, that ugly, ugly painting again. I, no. I guarantee you. No, I no, guarantee no. you. Um, yeah, for sure. Um, so anyway, they're like, they can't believe their luck. I mean, yeah, this they're going to move into oh, this beautiful penthouse. All three of them are going to have their own room. I mean, it's 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 a dream come true. Yeah. So Furley and the they they're celebrating. Furley and the Fix It Man come in. And he's like, "What's going on? <clears throat> Why are you happy? So I'm kicking you out." They're like, "Yeah, thank you." And he's like, "What?" And uh, and then he's like, "Oh, forget you. What color should I paint in here?" And then Jack says, "Have you have you thought of raspberry?" And he's like, "I don't know what's oh, raspberry." God. And then they all <laughs> give him raspberries. And wait, uh, that's that's and that's the okay. uh, commercial. That's the commercial now. Is yeah. that so? Doing that with your tongue? That's called a raspberry. Uh huh. That's called a. raspberry. Did you use that term in uh, yeah. in yeah. Oregon? Um, you know, what I raspberry, the term raspberry for, for that. Yeah. Um, you know, I didn't hear that until later. I didn't. In your life. Personally, I didn't. Yeah. You didn't say that as a kid. But, but when I was, I didn't, but when I was made aware of it, I was told that that, that had been long established that that was called a raspberry. Did you call it a raspberry when you were a kid? I just didn't know it. I did not, but I knew it was called one because I read it in books. I knew that there was a difference between a raspberry and a zerber. <laughs> oh, she was. So when you blow on somebody's yeah, belly, that's when you blow on somebody's belly. A zerber. I'm my iPad here. I I mean I guess that's fine, like the raspberry thing, but it, it seemed like the way that they were making it sound was just like. Um, this was like an established thing that they had all been in on and probably didn't know what it was. It was so weird. I was like, either we all know what a raspberry is or we, none of us know what it is. And I didn't know what it is, what it was. Mm. We never called yeah. that that here yeah, in Southern Cal. No. Do you, no, I don't remember hearing it as a kid or at least knowing what it was. Like I might have read it too and just not know what the hell they were talking about. I think it's a highfalutin term in a way. Oh, is uh, it? Like I think it's kind of like a polite <laughs> a polite way oh. of saying that. What, what do you guys call soda? Do you call it do you call it pop or do you call it Coke? Oh no, I'm not from Texas. What do they what do they say in Texas? Yeah, I think all soft drinks are Cokes. Uh, kind of Coke you like. Oh yeah. fascinating. Um, what kind of Coke oh, do you Oh really? Want oh interesting. Okay. Yeah. I think we said soda when I was a kid. What kind of soda do you want? We said pop when oh, I was really? a kid. But I now f- I say soda. I say soda, but yeah, I feel like it was pop when I was a kid, but I'm not yeah. sure. I say soda now, though. Like I said, I got the old. So I can't remember things from when I was a kid. Do you, do you, do you guys? <laughs> I decided to say soda. I also decided to say market instead of store, but I can't oh, get into it. I yeah. keep trying. I can't. <laughs> I can't make it stick. Do you guys say freeway or highway? 
I probably to get on the highway. I'd probably say both. Oh, interesting. At different times. Sometimes I say interstate. Interstate? You know. Interstate? I say highway. I'm taking the interstate. Fascinating. Yeah. I say that too. I use all the words. All the strange words. I just words. try to cover the bases and then I'm like, one of these times I'll be correct. And what I'm saying. I think, hmm. Tucker, because of all the movies you watched coming up, I would say you have a very diverse cultural reference body. That's yeah. probably Whereas, true. like, me, like, I'm yeah. so much more... Like, I used to read a lot of Beverly Cleary books when I was a kid, which were all written, like, in the 40s mm-hmm. and 50s. So that's like that's my yes, reference yes. for things. It's really crazy. Right. No, right. that's that's my problem. My favorite books when I was a kid were hints from Halloween. Yeah. Those like forties and fifties like helpful hints. Yeah. Books. Um, Nancy Drew and Mrs. Piggly Wiggly. Mm. Mrs. Piggle Wiggle. I can't remember which which it was, but those were written. Those were written in like the forties. And and all the Nancy Drew was so early and stuff. So all all of my like I had a Fresno accent as a kid. I'm sure. I'm dead. Wow. Oh, Fresno oh, accent. God. Okay. <laughs> it's a commercial break. Is this right. what we're doing yeah, right this now? Is what we were doing. Okay. Yeah. We were talking about. We were we yeah. were previously discussing. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, right. What we say. What we say. Different terms for stuff. How did that come up, though? That we say. I don't know. Oh, because because the kids did a raspberry. Raspberry, raspberry. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Boy, nice recap. Okay. We haven't even entered Um, the commercial break yet. No. Okay, okay. No. Whew. Man, I don't know. Are you with us? Are you with us? Uh, That Fresno thing. You really threw us off. Yeah, sorry about that. That was pretty pretty hilarious. Great. Um... Okay. Okay. Commercial, commercial breaks. breaks. I know this is my segment. Yeah. So I should have yes. something. Take it away, James. Apparently, um, <laughs> I don't have anything. Here's something I noticed. We watched the Oscars last night. Yeah. Hey, oh. everybody, we're recording this after the Oscars. Yeah. Uh, the night before. Uh, so, um, I I try not to watch a lot of advertising. Like I really avoid it as much as possible. And because it gives me anxiety, I've realized, but, uh, watching the Oscars at about three commercial breaks in, I was like, television is terrifying. What do you mean? Because, well, I mean, first of all, it's always like, like the majority of it feels like ads for medicine and insurance. Oh yeah. So it's all just like, you're going to die. And here's the things you're going to die of. Just a list of them. Yeah. constantly and then then and i had i had covid last week so then it was like this commercial with like pink and a bunch swimmer of famous guy. people yeah and they all had different mm-hmm. things and his was depression that put Fel- them to Phelps, a risk michael phelps yeah it made them high risk for, for when they get if you get covid high risk and i was like you know a few things that i have wrong with me so i'm just sitting there like and I'm like, man, commercial breaks are really stressful. Yeah. You know, it's funny That's that right you mentioned about that. Commercials. It's funny that you mentioned that. I've been rewatching Mad Men, uh, which was one of my favorite all-time shows. Mm, Christina Hendricks. 
Yeah. Oh, Christina Hendricks. Yeah. Oh, she's a she's yeah. a daughter of Idaho, isn't she? Yeah, she's from Pocatello. Oh, Huh. That's so cute. Okay, uh, shout out to Christian Hendricks, a uh, TV legend. Um, so I was anyway. I, I was I'm watching Mad Men, and I was just struck by it, like how just they're there's they can be so negative toward each other. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, Matt, it's a drama. Like this is what you're watching. You're not watching a comedy. <laughs> but I was yeah. thinking, I was like, you know, I would just like to watch a show where people I like sit down to have a dinner, and it all goes great. Like my life yeah, is right? crappy. It was just it's nice. crappy and stressful, and I just need to now. Like, what's escapist for me is going to be like watching a family have a just a picnic workout. Like, like somebody packed a secret <laughs> dessert, and that's the big twist. That's the big yeah. twist. Little yeah. Billy learned to make an apple pie. <laughs> and be I think beautiful for Modern Family. Yeah, modern family. <laughs> <laughs> oh, corn. Oh, man. God, yeah. Damn. No, real life. Real life is a high stakes game these days. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we watched the Oscars last night. Who won in our Oscars comp- competition, honey? Mom. No, but I mean between you and me. I don't know. I'd have to go get the stuff because I. I <laughs> you think don't know. You don't remember. You might have beat me. <laughs> Or it might have been tied. I'm not really sure. Because I think after you left, I forgot to tally the last three. Oh, sure. The big ones. I'm done. I'm done. Tucker, Jinx calls me today from work on her lunch break. And she goes, Uh well, I beat Tucker. (laughs) (laughs) She probably did. Oh, boy. Yeah. You I know didn't, what, watch, though, I I didn't say, watch any of the movies, just so everyone and, at home and that's understands. that's the injustice. That's the injustice. I didn't is watch that any Oscar movies. Tucker he's, watched all of them. He yeah, puts but his much whole as heart I, into it. Well, not into the Oscars, necessarily. <laughs> no, but I mean the movies, but, the uh, movies. Yeah, the movies. I love the movies. Yeah. That's why I was like, you know, every time, because my mom gets so, like, partisan about it. And she starts like shitting on everything else. Oh, <laughs> and I'm like, like, listen. I was like, I'm so happy. She didn't want that, you know, everything everywhere all at once to win Best Picture because she loved the Fablemans so much. Mm. And I'm like, I love the Fablemans too. And it's more my kind of movie than that is. But uh, but I was like, oh, I'm so happy for them. That's so great. You know, I'm like, yeah, it's a great sure. movie. Like, why not? Who cares? <laughs> it's yeah, been fun. Cares. But that's what I liked about the Oscars last night is that it was so – it was nice. Mm-hmm. I liked it. Like it seemed yeah. like um, everybody was kind of cheering for happy each other for each and... other, and yes, yeah, it had a good vibe to it. Finally, mm-hmm. and uh, who knew Will Smith was the problem all? Yeah, along. just get rid of him. I, I sh- told you, he just shouldn't be there. I've, yeah. I've always found him to be quite inauthentic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, there we have it. There we have it. See, here's the weird thing about him. He kind of makes me uh, understand, um, you know, the popularity of certain people that I don't like because uh, when I think I have a, I have a kind of a sense about people, and yeah. I never like Will Smith, and then I me would be like, fucking Will Smith, and then I'd go see him in a movie, and I'd be like, oh, he's pretty good in that movie, yeah. But then I'd go right back to being like, ah, Will Smith. Because I yeah, think there's, so, but, I but I'm like, this is how people fall for people. 
Yeah. Like charismatic people. Because I do have a sense about him, and yet when I watch him in a thing, I'm like, oh, he's pretty good. He's not a bad, like, guy. He's not a bad mm. craftsman. He's not. He's, he's really good at acting. I mean, he's been doing it long enough. Sure. But did you see the Chris Rock comedy special that got released last week where he talks mm-hmm. about Jada and Will and the slap? Devastating! Commercial break. Guys, go out and watch uh, – people at home. Go out and watch the Chris Rock special on Netflix. That last 10 minutes, he sets up the first he, – he takes the first 50 minutes to set up that last 10, and that last 10 is devastating. Yeah. I was like, what? I mean, I've been to – I've been to less vicious drag brunches. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was it was high times for Chris Rock. Loved it. <laughs> I liked how uh, – Jimmy Kimmel dealt with it last night. I thought those jokes yeah, were really good. Yeah, he's smart. He's a smart com- comedian. Several of those. I Love was like, that guy. oh man, they're kind of like, I like how they were, they were, um, and and again, it was like, finally, like, they were kind of biting in a way, but yet everybody in the room seemed cool, <laughs> you know, because they were even yeah. like biting about the people in the room. Yeah. When he's like, you know, if anyone commits an act of violence, please do what you did last year. Everybody just nothing. <laughs> just don't do anything. Just, Some of you just, just, might want to hug the assailant. <laughs> Listen, it, he did such a great job. He did such a great job hosting last night. Yeah, it was great. Anyway, I was happy with it. There's our review of the Oscars. There's our review of the Oscars. Our show within a show. Oh, my favorite thing. Oh. One more thing was that I told mom because we were doing our Oscar picks when she was here a few weeks ago. And uh, she goes, we were at Best Supporting Actor. And I was like, well, Ki-Hui Kwan's going to win. But, uh, and I was like, and, and that would be awesome. And every, my mom's like, yeah, but this one and this one. And I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, but he's going to win. And she's like, oh, yeah, he is. And I was like, and everybody's going to cry. We're all going to cry. It's going to be great. And so then I said it right before the category to yeah. you. I was like, he's going to win and everybody's going to cry. And then the uh, actress that won last year that's up that gave him the award yeah, I don't remember um, from West Side Story last year, she opens the envelope and starts saying his name and starts crying. <laughs> like, man. Love it. Nobody can hold it together. Yeah. He Jessica Keenan did. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, boy. I just Jessica, Jessica Keenan did. I, Jessica Keenan. That's this when you. Episode. That's when you know what's going to happen next. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Man, anyway. that was driving me crazy. I hate when people know more about this stuff than me. <laughs> All right, should we get back into this? All right. Okay. Oh, right, right. Okay, so we're in the kitchen, and it's the uh, next night. I'm assuming, or that night. I don't know. And Jack's finishing up his gourmet meal he's making for the rich guy. And, it's that uh, night because he said he would see him later tonight okay, on the phone. So it's that night. Mm-hmm. Right. And right. Then uh, he he drops a pan and they're like, oh, no. Oh, no. With the and noise. He's like, we don't have to worry about Furley anymore. We can make as much noise as we want. And so they start dropping pans on purpose. Mm-hmm. And, and then and Janet says uh, – Jack throws another one and then Janet – says throws another one then she goes you know what i don't think i dropped a pan last week and she drops another one 
And then Chrissy says, yeah, me neither, and throws a sponge on the floor. Because she's Because she's, she's Chrissy. And, but this is a gag that they carry over for mm-hmm. into the next room. Because uh, Ding Dong. Right. Well, who do you think it is? It's Furley. Fucking Furley. Because he's pissed because they're making a bunch of noise. Mm-hmm. Right. And he's like, you may not be here for very long, but while you are here, stop making noise. If you live under my roof, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And right. they're like, well, what kind of noise? And he's like, ah, don't be smart. And they're like, well, there's all sorts of different kinds of noises. There's dropping the telephone noise. He drops the telephone. <gasps> Furley's, Furley's eyes bug yeah. out. <laughs> Completely freaking out. Mm-hmm. And then uh, what's uh, Janet's noise? She throws something. I don't know. Oh, she throws something. Oh, she pots and pans. Ah, pots and pans, clang, clang, throws them across the room. He's shocked. Mm-hmm. And then Chrissy's like, slamming door noise. And of course, it's like a saloon door. door. What is that? Swinging door. <laughs> Swinging door. <laughs> so it just. <laughs> So that that happens, um, and then uh, oh, and then they decide oh, and the last kind of noise they do is a, like, they do a kick line. Yeah, they kick and they line kick line him out right the out door. the door. Yeah, they just can can him into the night. <laughs> wow, so that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, that's a that's a listen. I know we haven't said his name in a while, but that was a whole that felt very Bill Hoban esque to me. Mm, mm. It was a level was of physical Hoban. comedy. Yeah, yeah. It was it was Allah Hoban. Allah Hoban. Who who was that director that he used to bring in specifically for the gags? Mike something. Oh, oh shit. <laughs> that had their name written all over it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah sure right. did. Uh, um so Furley leaves and no sooner does he leave than Lana enters. And she's, oh she's like, because Jack's about to go back to cooking. Then Lana mm-hmm. comes in. She's like, Jack. Jack. Furley's going to change the locks. Oh, my apartment. And they're like, what? Well, they can't do that while we're still here. Oh, in their apartment. In their apartment. Right. Yeah. And um, so he sends the girls to go talk to Furley because he's got to finish this dinner. So they leave and... Then Lana's, I'm so worried about you, Jack, and all that. And uh, and then she starts all riled up. Yeah, she starts making out with him because he's like, uh, he eventually is like, oh, you're a very attractive woman. And again, we're just like, well, what has been the issue? What's the problem then? If she's such an attractive, sexy woman. So this is a, this is interesting to me. This whole Lana character, as as imagined by Anne Wedgworth, the actress. So she was very much like acting like Ginger Grant from Gilligan's Island. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Who is actually a ripoff of Marilyn Monroe? And I'm like. Right. Is this just we're just doing the Marilyn shtick, right? With the lips and the. I'm the really breathy. Uh, you can barely get through a sentence without having an orgasm. Uh, uh, like that's what we're that's what we're doing, right? Like that's that's what she's yeah. doing because it's so sticky. And I'm like, man, 
Like we, uh, I need something new here. I need something different. <laughs> but you're not gonna get it. <laughs> no. Nope. Um. So then, yeah, she's got him. He's he's all oh. disabled. You know oh how he gets. God. He gets. He's not when quite a girl, but he's like dysfunctional. When, she, when, a, when a woman is rubbing his head, his, his hair, hair, yeah, and he gets all. You know how he gets. <sighs> Everybody his, here knows how he gets. Gross. His hair was so crazy this week, by the way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when the girls come back. Yeah. The girls. And he's all twisted. Yeah. And weird shapes and <clears throat> can't and believe his. <sighs> so then. Lana, it's very cartoony. It's very cartoony. Yeah. <laughs> Lana goes to leave and she runs right into this old man mm-hmm. at the door. The ritual, the Jack <gasps> right. Oh right my God! Here we go, big old Paddykins. This week, Paddykins, played by legendary character actor Phil Leeds, born in 1916 in New York. So he's he's already quite advanced in age by the time he does this episode of Three's Company. Now. He acted a lot on television and films, but uh, unfortunately, he was one of the victims of the blacklist uh, during the communist scare in Hollywood and didn't work for years. He gets his start all the way back in 1949 and then gets on um, in 1951 a couple of TV shows, but it's almost a decade before he gets on another TV short in 1960. And then in 62, he gets on the Dick Dick Van Dyke show, and it's off to the races. He's on Car 54, Where Are You?, the Patty Duke show. He's on an episode of The Monkees. He plays Dr. Shand uh, in the movie Rosemary's Baby in 1968. That's probably one of his... most uh he's what the role he's most well known for uh he's also in three episodes of the odd couple he's on an episode of happy days kojak mod um starsky and hutch and then uh he gets three's company in 1979 but he goes on like um after this to have like a just he's all over the place barney miller give me a break cagney and lacy alf coach a 30 something uh, Night Court, Mad About You, Matlock, Empty Nest, ER, Friends, uh, Wings, Carolina in the City, Suddenly Susan. I mean, just he's so he's on everything. Everybody loves Raymond, Ally McBeal, and then his uh, last credit is in 1999. Uh, even though he passed away in 1998, it was released posthumous, posthumously, and he was in a in a movie mm. with David Spade called Lost and Found. Yeah. Wow. But this is this is an actor who's cool. been in our tele, on our televisions for decades and is a, a real part yeah. of uh, just he's very well regarded in Hollywood. Okay. <clears throat> that yeah, guy. Sorry, he was creepy. What? <laughs> yeah, a little creepy art too in this episode for sure. I get yeah. it. I mean, he's you got to have creepy actors. I get it. <laughs> so, uh, legendary creep, uh, Phil Leeds. Phil oh, Leeds gosh. comes in. I feel bad. <laughs> uh, and uh, 
he comes in and he says, oh, is dinner ready? Mm. Uh, you did say creme brulee, <laughs> didn't you? Yeah. Which is a dessert. Like, why would you ask yeah. for a dessert? It just sounds French. Yeah. yeah. So Jack goes to get it. And then we, like, dissolve to later and there. And he's eating. And apparently he's been eating for a while. And he's been eating but a lot. But what he's actually doing, what Phil Leeds is doing. He's rubbing his lips. Is rubbing his lips on a, chi- chicken. On a chicken wing that has no meat squab. left on it. Oh, that was squab. a real squab. Get out of here. I love, I love that in 1979. Lips. Squab is just as pretentious as it is today. But yeah, yeah he was oh like... He was playing with it. <laughs> it was disgusting. Yeah. It, yeah. Was disgusting. it was disgusting. Okay. So he's been eating for a long time, and they keep yeah. asking him questions about Paradise Towers. Paradise Towers and well, what Janet the admi- apartment's like. Initially goes in, takes dishes into Jack, who's still cooking or finishing things. He's finishing up the creme brulee. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And uh, she's like, she establishes that, oh, he's been eating a lot. And he hasn't said anything about Paradise Towers. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so already we're like, oh, this guy's full of shit. Right. So she goes back out and then they, yeah, they start asking him all these questions about Paradise Towers. And they're, of course, vague and useless answers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, Just yeah. things like that. Yeah. Um, that and whole then, bit where he's like, we have red uniforms and blue uniforms and green yeah, uniforms. That, and that was uniforms. called foreshadowing of his lunacy. Hmm. Okay. It was like, lunacy. It, was lunacy. <laughs> it really worked. So Jack comes in with the creme brulee and serves everybody creme brulee. And Janet suddenly recognizes him. Because she was saying before that he looked very familiar oh. to her. So of all the him. restaurants in all of Los Angeles that she could have witnessed a man choking, she happens to witness this man two months ago choking on a another oh, swab. Which yeah. we forgot to foreshadow. The show did foreshadow it yeah, earlier. When, Jack's, when Jack was he comes into their room earlier to tell them about the whole thing. Janet goes, Janet says, I saw a guy choking at a restaurant two Not months long ago, ago or whatever. And but Jack that's what says, says, like, that's one thing, but that's yeah. one thing. Is that what he said? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's what? That, that's one thing. If she saw a man, but the fact that she saw yeah. this man, I was like, you guys. Yeah. Well, he does it all the time. There you go. It All right, fine. A tiny, tiny town. <laughs> um, so with only with Jesus. only eight million people in it. <laughs> That's right. So she's like, Jack, can I see you in the kitchen? And they go into the kitchen, and she's like, That's the guy I saw choking. And he's like, What? And uh, he's like, He's like, Oh, she thinks he's, you know, he's. Putting one over on the sh- and, mm-hmm. uh, so they confront him, and uh, he just admits it all because he's a crazy person. He's just like, oh yes, I'm an I'm a crazy person who chokes in restaurants, yeah. and they yeah. give me my meal for free, and and then I do this to get free cab rides, <laughs> and I do this to get 
And people are so kind. They put me in cabs and send me home, and I don't pay a cent. Yeah. And, uh, oh, boy. Oh, boy. And uh, I know you'll find your Paradise Towers someday, because they're nice people. Mm-hmm. And he leaves. <sighs> and what the hell have we been doing this whole time? He leaves under a, a shower of applause. Mm-hmm. Right? He yeah. does get the audience's approval because there's something about yeah. this guy. He knows he knows what he's doing. He knows how to tell a story and he and he has a great presence and he's he's out of there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Bravo. And uh, bravo. Well done. Um and then the kids are like, Furly, what are we gonna do? We'll apologize. We'll we beg for forgiveness. Apologize. We'll grovel. So now we go down to Furley's. Mm-hmm. Furley is on the phone, not talking to anyone yet, waiting, waiting for yeah. someone to answer. Obviously, when uh, Ding Dong, come in, it's mm-hmm. open. <laughs> they come in and grovel, mm-hmm. and then he's like, "Fine." And you can tell something's up right away. Yeah. He's so smug and he's all antsy, uh-huh. and he's blah and blah he's like, blah. Yeah, that's fine. And they're like, "We can stay." He's like, "Yeah." It's like you can I don't stay. give he doesn't give a shit about this place anymore. No. And uh or his big pointy headed brother Bart. Yeah, and then Bart answers the phone. Yeah. And Furley proceeds to tell him off yeah. and insult his wife and his children <laughs> and his dog. <laughs> and your mangy dog. <laughs> yeah. I quit, he says. And then I wrote right about that time. Mm-hmm. He's the new manager of Paradise Towers. Jessica Keenan, the whole thing. He, Jessica Keenan. I had it written down so before hard. I said it. Yeah, he you know had it, it written down before the episode or before he even like stated you know the thing. I'm sure I could predict the beats if I wasn't so incredulous that the most obvious thing that's going to ha- that's going to happen actually <laughs> happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm in, yeah. I like I give the show so much more credit. I'm like they're not going to they're not going to and then every time they're like yes we are. Yes we are, right. Matteo. We're going to do it. We're yeah. going to be the we're going to yeah, we're just going to do this exactly the way you think it's going to go. Ah! Yep, yep. And it's it's so Gotta trust that instinct. Uh, I mean, it ends <laughs> like with Furley saying, you know, you're looking at or he made me the new manager of Paradise Town. It is a it's a punchline for the whole episode. Like it's it reads like yes. a punchline. Yeah. It the reactions like someone's like they've been told a joke. Like it doesn't feel like something funny happened. It feels like someone told him a joke. Yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, but I like it's it. great. But yeah. the the audience yeah, loves it. It was a it was a great way to end the episode. And, and Don Knotts mm-hmm. is so convincing and just so great. He just you just yeah. I love that guy. Great moment. And then uh, the tag scene. Jack is on Furley's phone, waiting for someone to answer. And Furley right. is all distraught on the sofa oh with Janet and Chrissy on either side of him, comforting oh, him. Saying Jack's gonna straighten it all Jack out with Bart. 
So Jack calls Bart. Bart answers. And Jack pretends to be Doctor. His doc, Furley's doctor. Doctor Trevor. Yeah, and I don't. I don't even know what condition he, he says he. He has. says he has laryngitis. Oh, laryngitis. Yeah. Right. He oh. says that Furley has laryngitis, and it couldn't possibly have been him that called <laughs> a few minutes earlier. Yeah. Couldn't have been him because he's been here with me the whole time with laryngitis. Here, let me show you. And then Furley gets up there and he's like, ah. No, he says, he I goes, mean, bah. Like he's going to say Bart and he just goes, yeah. bah, bah. Oh, it was so great. I mean, he just, I thought it was hilarious. So does Bart this, buy this? Yeah. Because he, yeah. he says he's doing a great job. Keep it up. Hmm. Bart sounds. Stupid. Real smart. Yeah. Well, yeah, well, he's related to I can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait till we meet him. Me either. I did not know we were going to get to see Bart. I'm so excited. Super exciting. Can I tell you guys what the trivia is about this episode yes. on IMDb? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The title can be applied either to a safety flotation device or a brand of candy <laughs> in circular shapes packed in small aluminum paper rolls. Source, hers and hers and his, yeah. Three's Company podcast. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? What? Some, somebody somebody referenced our podcast? No, I'm no, just joking. No, he was oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have achieved a new level of legitimacy. We have done it. <laughs> Yes! I mean, I could put something on that. Yeah, we could. <laughs> we could this crackpot operation of ours is really starting to make it, make some waves out there. I'll tell you why. Uh, For sure. <clears throat> We're big time. Oh, boy. Yeah, big time. Boy. Well, 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 we've done was, it again. It was a really fun episode. I had such a oh. good time. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rain Dominomini boos on these guys this week. I'm gonna give this one 3.81 Dominomini boos. What a brilliant, gorgeous one. episode. Wow. Loved it. So fun. So fun. Just fun. Just so dumb and fun. I'm gonna give it three and a quarter stars. Okay. Okay. That's pretty good out of four. Out of four. Yeah. 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 I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go four. Oh. Four out of five. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's a pretty good one. All right. Grab your balls. It's time. <laughs> I love that you think I ever take my hands off of them. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about his crystal balls. His crystal balls. Of course. Of course. I want Please. to use. I, I enjoy to harness the power of them as often as I can mm-hmm. throughout the day. Uh. <laughs> All right, this one's interesting. Oh, I yeah. think mm. I don't know what, what you're going to come up with here, but okay. it's called "Old Folks at Home." Old folks at home. Yeah, mm. I'm going to say Chrissy's grandparents come for a visit, mm-hmm. and um, Jack has a huge thing he's got to do for school. And Janet's under a lot of pressure to do this thing for work, but Chrissy's grandparents are stuck in the apartment, and uh, they come up with a plan to get Lana to come over to flirt with Jack so that they'll be disgusted and leave, but that doesn't work. 
So then they uh, decide to get Furley up there uh, to make you know noise and threat to throw them out. And that doesn't work because they end up getting along. Um, so the kids have to figure out a way to finally ditch the grandparents. <laughs> All right. Mm, All right. I'd watch that. Hey! Still writing. Still writing. Still talk. writing. We can't. That we have nothing great. to say until you're done writing. Jeez. We just can't. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jinx, maybe we you and I can figure out without him. how we're going to close the show this week. We could do that in the interim. Well, we got to toast. We got to toast somebody. But I guess we really, we really should toast Les Claypool. What's the guy's name? Uh, what? Phil Lee? <laughs> Feliz Claypool. That's a Claypool. Weird. Phil Leeds. We should probably just toast him. Okay. You thought he was a creepazoid. Yeah, but he's a legendary creepazoid. He's a legend. He is a legend. I mean, for him to survive the blacklist in the McCarthy era, that's that's pretty cool. Poor guy. That's tough. No wonder he didn't work for like close to a decade. That's terrible. Yeah. Gosh, why is why is American politics so crazy? It's awful. It's awful. Well, then, what a high note. Okay. Here's to less Face.